Hello and welcome back to Recover to Flourish, the podcast that aims to debunk all things eating disorder recovery and bring a bit of light to your eating disorder recovery journey. I'm your host, Keandra. I'm an eating disorder recovery coach and I'm a survivor of an eating disorder. And this podcast is everything I wish I could have heard in my own journey to recovery. And I'm sharing it with you all. I just wanted to start off by saying a big thank you to all of you amazing listeners. The listeners and this audience has grown um, in recent months, and I'm just really grateful that you're tuning in, hearing this information, sharing it wherever possible because it is invaluable and might save a life or two just knowing that somebody is there for you and helping you on your recovery journey is really, really important. So thank you for everyone who's tuning in and you know, subscribing, leaving a review, it is, yeah, it makes my heart warm. So thank you to all of you. And let's continue with, you know, doing all of these episodes. I want to make this a long-term thing. I have no plans of stopping it anytime soon. I just enjoy communicating. I always think as a as a child, you know what your skills are. And for mine, it was never really writing. I could speak though for England. Um, But anyway, on to the episode. And it's another solo cast, so I hope you don't mind just hearing from me. Um, But it's just going to be me today. And we're going to be talking all about Thanksgiving. Now, as you can probably tell from my accent, I am not American, nor do I celebrate Thanksgiving. And I know it's not just America who celebrate Thanksgiving. I am not too educated in the actual holidays. However, I have done a lot of research and I have talked to some of my American friends and clients about the holidays and navigating Thanksgiving with an eating disorder and on your path to eating disorder recovery. Now, I know it's a really, really tricky time because I can use personal experience in the respects of like Christmas or at least some celebration in general. You know, it's all about kind of food coming together. And for someone with an eating disorder, this can increase anxiety massively. So this episode is going to arm you with practical strategies to combat your eating disorder and take back control and enjoy the holidays. I think first and foremost, we need to address the elephant in the room and that is your eating disorder. And that doesn't leave you at any moment, nor does it leave you in a holiday. And actually it can get a bit louder when there are these amazing uh, occasions. You know, you are surrounded by your friends and family, hopefully during this time, but actually whether you're in, you know, an active eating disorder or in your recovery, it can still be quite a, a heavy presence in your life. And, you know, it's not the celebration itself or the people that is the problem. It's the eating disorder that, you know, loves to get involved with these events and loves to take all joy out of everything. And, you know, eating disorders normally create something that should be joyful into something that is filled with anxiety and despair. And, you know, I know from me in the past when I was struggling with my eating disorder, you know, I would spend like weeks planning and ruminating 
uh, before an event. And I'm sure that that's the case for Thanksgiving for many of you. It's like that pre-event anxiety. What is it going to be like? What kind of food's going to be there? You know, dictating how to kind of plan your day or micromanage it, manage it and talking to those and trying to regain control when you feel out of control. You know, that could be sleepless nights, endless planning, you know, that overwhelming sense of dread and sometimes even backing out. But I think when it comes to Thanksgiving, you know, it's really hard to back out, especially if it's a family occasion. And it doesn't have to be that way. I can't stress enough that recovery can increase anxiety. It's not going to be an easy journey, but it means that you can have more of these amazing family occasions without your eating disorder being your plus one. And I think when it comes to Thanksgiving, why it's also hard hard is because you can't run away and cry and try and manage those emotions. You know, you kind of have to put a brave face on it, uh, especially if you're with those who don't really understand the eating disorder. It doesn't mean that you can't afford to let your eating disorder ruin, you know, the event for someone else. You know, it is such such a an important time for families and i think there is that guilt that one holds about ruining it for everyone else but the sort of so strong it's kind of like battling with yourself but i feel like it's not talked about enough actually the emotions after an event you know the emotions after thanksgiving you know it's all well and good saying that things are hard before and during but you know, after it, you might be hit with a tidal wave of of guilt, the eating disorder, like being very, very strong. But I know all of that is quite doom and gloom and it makes it sound like it's not possible to enjoy Thanksgiving. But let's actually not let that happen. First of all, I want you to make a plan and get support. So tell your friends and family you're worried and ask them to support you to get through Thanksgiving and the holidays. You know, not everyone has friends and family that are understanding and get it, but reach out to somebody who knows. Even if that's a friend who's not there, tell someone. You know, you can always also discuss your fears and worries with your dietitian, your coach, or anyone else from your treatment team who you trust. You know, that's about practicing situations, um, you know, that might come up, you know, a backup plan doesn't need to be complicated, just practice these potentially stressful situations before they come up, because it's always good to be prepared. Next, it's get a good night's sleep before the holidays and eat breakfast. I know that sounds very simple and basic, but I want you to make the intention that you will not restrict and that you will eat breakfast the morning of, you know, the big, the big event, you know, having that energy and having a good night sleep will mean that you have that clarity that you can face it when you're exhausted, the eating disorder takes over. I don't also want you to reduce your intake the day before. No, it might be tempting to cut back on your intake but that plays into your eating disorder's hands. Don't give it any power. Stick to your regular eating routine, whether that be a meal plan, whether that be a structure. Don't let the eating disorder rule because something 
I'm sure if my clients are listening that I say all the time, you give your eating disorder an inch and it will take a mile. So don't let it because it won't just be one day that you skip. It will be the next day and the day after. So act like this day is like any other, but just with some fancy fun foods during the day. I also want you to think around your thoughts because it's going to mean that you are obsessing and there's going to be more intrusive thoughts than usual. But do not allow your eating disorder to obsess. You know, you can't control the thoughts that your eating disorder generates or your mind generates, but you can control how you react to them. You could you have a choice of what you do after. So I want you to think when those thoughts like firmly pop up, um, you know, shut them down. Don't entertain them. Don't let your eating disorder wiggle its way in. Just say, you know what? I am not going to listen to you. And with that, you might think, well, how do you do that? Essentially, divert those thoughts to something else more interesting, whatever it is. It could be, I know, like, it could be puzzles. It could be a Nintendo. It could be coloring. It could be anything that is not your eating disorder. And actually, the urge that you have to deal with it. Because you know, you can even think about your favorite color, a topic that you're passionate about, talk to some somebody about something random, throw something soft, not something hard, you know, don't start throwing things around the room. But if you have a soft toy, throw it, you know, engage in a little game, but divert your thoughts. With that being said, that might be before, it might be during, you know, have a little game that you can play during the meal. And when it comes to thinking about during the meal, the meal, not the meal, the meal, get somebody else to plate up for you. So whether that be a friend, a family member, make it easier by removing the opportunity for the eating disorder to control the situation because there might be intense guilt about not picking what the eating disorder wants. So have somebody else that you trust do it for you. It takes away some element of the of the guilt. Have also with that supportive resources ready for actually coping for what's you know plated in front of you. It might be like, oh my gosh, I can't do this, but actually have grounding techniques, have breathing techniques, you know, do the five, four, three, two, one activity, which actually, um, little, little side note, you can get my eating disorder recovery workbook on Etsy. I will leave the link in the show notes actually for this, um, which goes through a lot of different like grounding activities and, and coping tools to actually focus your mind back into the present moment, not focus on the eating disorder. So that can help you, you know, arm you with tools. And again, you know, there's there's extra resources that you can have on your phone that might even be like a little game. And it might be, you know, seem rude if you're playing something on your phone, but tell those around you that you might be engaging in a couple of distraction tools to actually help you. Next, and um, now we need to talk about those around you, is actually being able to communicate what topics shouldn't be on the list for conversation. You know, when it comes to things like diet talk or, you know, anything that could mean that you feel triggered, actually, you know, allow yourself to stand up and say, you know what, can we just not talk about anything food, diet related? Please don't comment on what I'm eating, et cetera, et cetera. 
And then people around you will be aware that you need to be sensitive around these topics because you don't want the eating disorder to be additionally triggered. And with that, don't be too hard on yourself as well. It's okay to feel the urge, you know, to compensate or skip foods, but don't, you know, act on them, but don't punish yourself for having these thoughts. You know, they will disappear eventually. Something you can do is write down positive affirmations or, you know, anything that actually reframes those thoughts. Focus on gratitude as well. The people around you are what makes the holidays. You know, remind yourself that in the end, Thanksgiving and the holidays is all about spending time with the people you love try and focus on the people around you and building those positive relationships instead of worrying about food and your body and exercise and whatever else you're worrying about. Your self-esteem and self-worth aren't built around your appearance and it's important to remind yourself of all of the things in your life to be grateful for and that could be done by just simple practicing gratitude in your mind or writing it down, a gratitude diary. Lastly, there's two things. Number one, commit to not dwelling after the meal. So resist the urge to overanalyze or critique yourself. So engage with activities with your loved ones. It's a great time to get out a board game, have a debate, do anything that is not compensating. Keep yourself with people. Don't dwell in silence and don't engage in any activities. And lastly, stick to your standard meal plan day of food, the day after, and forever. So it's not a short time thing. You know, you can't just stick to it the day after and then restrict the day after that. It's about in committing, fully committing 100%, 100 million, billion percent to not restrict and not engage in the eating disorder. That's not being, that's, you know, not to say that you might have slip-ups, but it's committing to not doing that behavior stick to your meal plan. You're in recovery and you're stronger than your eating disorder. And I hope, you know, obviously this is a little bite-sized episode because actually I don't know too much about Thanksgiving. However, I hope it's helpful for those who are going to be going on a Thanksgiving dinner. You know, I want you to follow these steps, turn the tables on your eating disorder Recovery is all about regaining control, even during the trickiest times like Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving and any of these celebrations are all wonderful opportunities to fight back against your eating disorder because they're out of the usual routine, which again can cause more anxiety because it's not planned. But it doesn't mean that you need to engage in the eating disorder because the eating disorder, we know, hasn't got your back. And these times are temporary. The people around you are temporary. So enjoy every moment you get with them. You know, even if you are recovering alone from an eating disorder and you haven't got Thanksgiving to go to, actually find an opportunity to go to a Thanksgiving dinner. It might be at a friend's house. It might be at a charity. You know, actually use this as an opportunity to connect with those around you. So I hope you found these tips helpful I really, really want you to be left um, with a lot of strength and courage that you're going to have the best time at the holidays. I actually wish I was doing Thanksgiving because, you know, it's another it's another Christmas. We don't have it. And it sounds wonderful, especially all the amazing foods um, that are on the table. But 
If you did find this helpful and you think other people will benefit from it, please subscribe, rate and leave a review, share it with your loved ones, anyone who you feel like might need this little guide for coping with Thanksgiving and the holidays during eating disorder recovery. But for now, stay strong, stay positive and keep flourishing in your recovery. So until next time, thanks so much.